0: Hi, and welcome to The Boovie Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? I'm Rosha. And I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from The Boovie Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash The Boovie Girls to sign up. And a quick shout out to one of her patrons, Jill.
1: Hi, Jill. Hi,
0: Jill. Thanks for being here.
1: I hope Jill doesn't leave us after we give her her cool shout out. Right?
0: Like, that would be such a rude thing to do.
1: Right? No, uh, we love you, Jill. Thank you for being a patron. For sure.
0: And this week we are covering Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1.
1: Um, I've titled this one, sadly, Dobby is a free elf. Oh,
0: free from so many things. So <laughs> we are...
1: At the finish line.
0: Almost there. Almost there.
1: (laughs) You read the... Did you read the whole book or listen to the
0: whole book? No, I stopped where the first movie ends. Yes. So I
1: googled it and it said... I can't remember what chapter it is, but it's like page 500. So I I hope I did that right. So...
0: Yeah, I think so. So the book was originally published July 21st, 2007, written by J.K. Rowling. It has a Goodreads rating of 4.62 out of 5, and it's 759 pages.
1: The movie came out in 2010, uh, which is a year after the last movie. Rated PG-13 again. Um, The last movie was only PG. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then we're back at the Adventure Family Fantasy. It's no longer an action movie, (laughs) because literally no action happened. There's like... One scene, maybe. Yeah, basically. Um, it was two hours and 26 minutes long, uh, directed again by David Yates. And this is the very first Harry Potter movie that J.K. Rowling um, was a producer of.
0: Oh, that's interesting. She didn't do any of the other no, ones?
1: No. I mean, there's always like
0: multiple producers. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but yeah, this is one she wanted to be a part of, I guess. I thought you were
0: going to say this is the first one she actually watched. Oh, maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like she's like scrutinizing everything oh, sure. all the time.
0: So, the IMDb synopsis reads As Harry, Ron, and Hermione race against time and evil to destroy the Horcruxes, they uncover the existence of the three most powerful objects in the Wizarding World, the Deathly Hollows. I
1: love the concept.
0: I do too. It's, it's so a really interesting. cool
1: concept. Yeah, for sure. Granted, the first movie doesn't get fully into it, but <laughs> I love the whole concept sure. of it. Yeah.
0: So, some fun facts about the book. The initial U.S. print run of the Deathly Hollows was 12 million copies and more than a million were pre-ordered through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. higher than pre-sales had been for Half-Blood Prince. So people were anticipating this one. Well, and
1: I'm sure they they marketed it as the final one. Oh,
0: I'm sure. Yeah. Um, On April 12th, 2007, Barnes & Noble declared the Deathly Hallows had broken its pre-order record with more than 500,000 copies pre-ordered through its site. Um, And on opening day, a record 8.3 million copies were sold in the United States and 2.65 million copies in the United Kingdom.
1: Well, and it's kind of like you have to get it the day it comes out. Well, yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be spoilers. It's like finales of series. Oh,
0: 100%. Yeah. Well, especially nowadays with social media, like people try not to spoil, but more often than not, it's spoiled. Um, And then it holds the Guinness World Record for the fastest selling book of fiction in 24 hours for US sales. And I did double check. It still holds that record. Did you see
1: what like number two was or anything? No, I didn't care. (laughs) I wonder what it is, though. Maybe like a Twilight. It's got to be another like series. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, In 2007, the book was named one of the New York Times 100 Notable Books. And then in 2008, the American Library Association named the novel one of its best books for young adults. So lots of awards, you know, well-deserved. But yeah, I'll have some more fun facts for part two.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Were you um, sad when it ended? Yeah. When you were done? Did you read this one like when it came out or were you a later
0: what? Uh, I, I don't know that I got it like right when it came out. It mm-hmm. wasn't like a midnighter, but I did read it before the movies came oh, out. Good, yeah. Good.
1: yeah. Not me. I read it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the movie has a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is lower than the last one and is one of the lowest scoring movies. Not surprising. Not surprising. The budget was 150 million and it grossed $977 million. So right about par with the rest of them. So according to one of the producers, not not J.K. Rowling, uh, the work print of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows was actually five and a half hours long, and the shooting script was close to 500 pages. So that's when they decided to turn it into two different movies. Ah. I guess they originally thought maybe they could do it, um, but I guess they they decided that they needed to split it up.
0: Well, and when you watch this movie, you're like, "Mm." this could have been one movie.
1: (laughs) It definitely could have been one movie, especially... The fact that having to be two movies, is so much got left out yeah, <laughs> of this movie, like detail sure. wise. Yeah. I mean, we'll go into it, but yeah, I think either way, I wish it would, you know, I could have dealt with just one.
0: Yeah. And obviously we all know like, it's a cash cow. So they right. did it for other reasons. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, one of my favorite scenes in this movie though, um, the seven Harry's scene, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they had to do 90 takes with Daniel Radcliffe to get that single shot. Oh wow. Because I mean, it's basically all him. Right. So I'm sure it was an exhausting day.
0: My favorite is when Hermione turns. And he, <laughs> oh my Like gosh. her face is all but turned, but like her body hasn't yet. It's, it's I literally think in
1: my notes. I'm like, Ooh, Hermione, <laughs> not a good look. <laughs> Um, so, you know, we talked about how a lot of people, you know, have passed away since these movies have been created. Uh, there was also some injuries during this film. Uh, David Holmes, who is, the stunt double for Daniel Radcliffe actually had a very serious injury when they were filming it. He was doing some sort of falling scene. uh, And then there was like an explosion, which I'm not sure where that is in the movie, but um, he ended up falling really badly and had a serious back injury. Oh, wow. So I don't know who ended up stepping into him after that, but stunt doubles are wild to me.
0: Do you know if they uh, film these back to back?
1: They filmed them as one movie. Oh, I see. Yeah, they filmed them all together okay, and then split them up. So nearly 500 wands were created for this movie. And they actually had to have the actors check them in and out at the end of <laughs> at the end of each day to make sure people weren't taking them and they said a lot of them ended up coming up broken at That's the end of the day so funny <laughs> so I'm sure someone would have tried to pocket that and, Oh, I would have <laughs> uh, this this movie was actually supposed to be released in 3d uh, the decision ended up being scrapped just a few weeks before it was released um, based on the difficulty of converting it. To become a 3D movie.
0: I'm glad it wasn't.
1: Well, and we find out that the next movie ended up being 3D. And it's the only 3D Harry Potter movie. I don't think a 3D movie would have done anything for this.
0: Not not this one. The no. next one makes a little bit more sense. Because yeah. there are a lot of action um, scenes. But yeah, the, I don't know what What are your made...
1: thoughts on 3D movies?
0: I'm not a fan. Like the only it... one that I've
1: that I still, to this day, is Avatar. Uh And I'm like, yeah, amazing. I feel like Avatar set the bar so high. Yeah,
0: I saw Avatar in um, IMAX 3D. And it's been amazing. It was like a visceral experience.
1: (laughs) But then it's like, then everyone just started coming out with everything 3D, and I still have yet to see one that... Sometimes
0: it it literally makes me not enjoy the movie, because I feel like my eyes have to, like, adjust to a certain way, and I just, I don't like it.
1: Well, now I'm thinking, granted, I know movie theaters are becoming not as useful anymore unfortunately <laughs> but i feel like with the masks and everything i'm like i can't wear a mask and 3d glasses right. everything's gonna fog up and if i'm wearing my <laughs> other glasses like it's a whole thing <laughs> uh the exterior scene of the malfoy manor which is like this beautiful castle mm-hmm. is actually um the hardwick hall and it's one of the most significant uh elizabethan county house or country houses in england it's very pretty it is i one of, my goal in life is to go to england and you know um Ireland and do like the castles mm-hmm. and the manor tours and stuff i just love to see that stuff yeah. you know wishing that i could be there <laughs> <laughs> um so Jamie Campbell Bower who played he's only in this movie for one scene <laughs> He plays uh, Grindelwald Mm -hmm. stealing the wand as he jumps out the window. Oh, young
0: Grindelwald? Yes.
1: Um, He actually is uh, Cassius in the the Twilight series. Oh. Uh, But I didn't mention him in our cast listing because he's literally in there for five seconds. Um, But while filming that one scene, he actually broke his ankle (laughs) (laughs) while jumping out the window. And it actually was such a serious injury, he wasn't able to um, audition for... um, the or jack the giant slayer that mm. he was supposed to be getting the role for that's
0: that's a bummer <laughs> i
1: was like for like 30 seconds you totally missed out on a whole movie
0: yeah for sure
1: so we're getting really down to the cast. I only have three people. <laughs>
0: Should we just start repeating people? Yeah, I mean, we just
1: have three people, and one of them's a little bit of a stretch. Uh, I mentioned, firstly, uh, the minister, Rufus Scrim- Scrimger. Scrimger, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mentioned him, you know, last episode, because he was supposed to be in the last film, ended up getting edited out, and they did put him in this one. Um, is played by Bill Nye, and... <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, he would have been way more in the other movie. Yeah. He's not in this movie very much. I know. Um, but he was in Love Actually. He's Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean. He was in Detective Pikachu um, and About Time, where he plays the dad. And the actor who plays Bill Weasley played the husband in that movie. So they oh, ran that together. Um, he was also a voice in Rango, which, again, is one of my least favorite movies of all time. <laughs> uh, and then he was. he's also Victor in the Underworld series, which is... One of my favorite series. Never seen it. It's amazing. Kate Beckinsale.
0: I do love her. It's but... vampires versus
1: were or lichens. They're called lichens in there. Lichens. It's so good. I can't believe you haven't seen it. Remember,
0: I'm not like well versed in the werewolves. It's
1: so good. And you need to add it to your list. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I love him. He's so good. I wish we would have got more of him. He um, my <laughs>
0: He's uh, He's actually my favorite in, um, in Love Actually. Mm-hmm. I think his character is hilarious. And speaking of, you know, uh, people playing... Movies together, mm-hmm. obviously, um, Emma Thompson is in Love Actually yeah. as well. So <laughs> I feel like they plug and play a lot of British actors, but he's, yeah. he's great. And yeah, I'm really bummed that they didn't use him more in this movie.
1: Yeah, he's not. They should have cut him from this movie instead yeah, of the other one. Right. Like, you know, so whatever. So sad. Uh, so the next character, I have no idea how to pronounce his first name, kay. but it's Luna's dad.
0: <laughs> oh, um. Xenophilius.
1: Yeah, that guy. Um, love good. <laughs> uh, I was played by Rye Iphans. I- he was born Rye's Evans, but changed it to oh. Iifens for whatever reason. Uh, he was uh, in Alice Through the Looking Glass, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, little Nikki, which I Oh know, my god. Do you have you seen that movie? No. Oh my gosh, you know who have you do you know what that movie is?
0: Isn't it some, like, devil movie? Yeah, yeah. with
1: Adam Sandler. Yeah. And it's so ridiculous, but it's so good.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> do like, love Adam Sandler. I he's, like, never the son him. of the devil. Yeah. He
1: comes, it's it's ridiculous. You would hate it. (laughs) I'm sure I would. (laughs) But he's in it. Um, And then he was also in Notting Hill as well. He admitted that he had actually never read the books before, but he ended up taking the role for the chance to work with the cast. That's cool. Yeah, but I'm sure there's other people who are like, I've read every book. (laughs) Hey, it's who you
0: know and where where you are.
1: Um, I liked him. I mean, he reminds me of like Lucius Malfoy. They could be brothers. The way they look with the long, you know, blonde hair. I mean, one
0: has like stick straight blonde hair. The other one's like disheveled yeah they're like
1: the twins like one's a weirdo and one is like really mean
0: (laughs) i don't know the love goods are are cool by my in my book
1: (laughs) but the name is way too hard well yeah like i literally and he's in the book they say his name so much Mm. and i'm like i literally like stops my flow
0: well it was nice because i audiobooked it but then i had to hear it over (laughs) and over very true
1: very true uh, so the last character I wanted to talk about uh, is the goblin, Grip Hook, mm. is played by Warwick Davis. He actually also plays Professor Flitwick That's in so the funny. beginning part of yeah. the series. Uh, Flitwick isn't really in the last couple movies, so they just gave him this character, <laughs> I guess. Um, he's been in a bunch of the Star Wars movies, including a role as Wickick the Ewok in a lot of the movies.
0: You remember the Ewoks? are yeah. My
1: favorite little little guys.
0: <laughs> um and I actually meant to check this because they mentioned that he was the um, the goblin that helped him on the, in the very first mm-hmm. one. Is it is it actually him? Does he it's play? Not the, it's actually not actually funny okay. that
1: you asked that. It was actually Vernon Troyer uh-huh. who he film or he was the body actor okay. for that film, but. Warwick Davis was the voice of that actor ah, okay. and actually Vernon Troyer was the only, is one of the very few American actors they use in this whole series. Interesting. So I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm glad
0: I had that in my yeah. back pocket. Look at you. Um,
1: funny enough, uh, Warwick actually is, he got casted as the body of Marvin. Uh, Marvin, the paranoid android in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And his voice was played by Alan Rickman, who we know mm-hmm. as Snape. So, yes. so That's yeah, he, I mean, this guy is a jack of all trades. Yeah. I don't know. If I was an Ewok, that would definitely be my claim to fame. I love Ewoks. You're such a nerd. I know. I'm literally wearing an Avengers t-shirt right now. so
0: It's like, I, I think I'm a nerd, and then I talk to you, and then I'm like, actually, it's fine. And then we talk to boyfriend Ray, and then I'm like, actually, we're both fine, because he's the most nerdy. We're
1: nerds in different ways. True. We also just bought a Star Wars clock. So. That was really cool. In a in a fashionable way, but make it fashion. <laughs> but that's all I got. Well, for the cast. and aren't those
0: books? We'll eventually get to them, right?
1: Yeah, I actually just started following a girl on Instagram. I can't
0: remember what her is. Instagram it book name Skywalker. Was. Yes, book yes, Skywalker. Yes, I love her.
1: I love her stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get there eventually. <laughs>
0: All right, time for what does this spell do? I'm sorry, but these are pretty hard. Great. Because I had to like <laughs> scrounge. Did so
1: well with the easy ones. I like, had
0: to make sure I picked ones from the beginning of the book that, you know, words in technically in the All first right. part All of the right. movie. All right, first one. Protejo totalum.
1: Potato totalum?
0: <laughs> I think that's how you say it. Or prote- protego. Maybe it's protego. Protego Totalum. Um,
1: is that one of her things that makes them invisible yes. in the forest? An
0: incantation of protective enchantment there we used go. to shield. <laughs> there we go. Good job. Next one deprimo. Deprimo Or Diprimo. I don't know how you say it.
1: Yikes. That's not the one where she blasts them under, like in the Love Goods house? Yes! Wow! Maybe it's not that hard. I just keep trying to <laughs> pick up on the. The first couple letters. Fair
0: enough. All right. Last one. Repello. (laughs) Repello Muggletum.
1: (laughs) You can give me oblivion.
0: (laughs) Well, we've done that one before, I thought. Maybe not.
1: Oh, wait. Say this one again.
0: Repello Muggletum.
1: Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. Repel the Muggles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. It repels them from a specific location. So in the book, they used it, I believe, in... um, Maybe Godric's Hollow to like get rid of, you know, the Mongols. That's so 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 funny.
1: Those aren't too hard.
0: Well, I'm impressed actually. it only took me
1: seven books to do it.
0: (laughs) All right. Next up is who said it? First one. Actually, I'm highly logical, which allows me to look past extraneous detail and perceive clearly that which others overlook. Hermione. (laughs) Can you (laughs) imagine me saying that? Thousand percent.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) All right. Next one. You're going to kill me after I saved your life?
1: I know who he's talking to. He's talking to Wormtail, right? Mm-hmm. It's either Harry or Ron. It's got to be Harry. It is Harry. Yes, <laughs> deduction.
0: <laughs> and this one I just had to put in there because it's so sad. There, now he could be sleeping. Oh, Luna. Yes. Oh. Oh. Um, okay.
1: I I have to admit something. What? I definitely fast forwarded through the Dobby scene.
0: What?
1: I couldn't do it. I wasn't in like the right mindset. To, like, be sad.
0: Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I
1: was like, I know what happens. I've seen yeah. this. Like, don't need it right I'll now. I'll
0: allow it. <laughs>
1: Boyfriend Ray was so mad. He was well, like, yeah. are you done already? I go, yeah, I skipped through that part.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, last but not least, F. Mary Kill. Your options are Xenophilius Lovegood, oh, Rufus Scrimgeour, or George Slash Fred. <laughs>
1: George slash
0: Fred. You can pick whichever one oh, or both.
1: Ray's little sister is gonna be mad at you because Why? evidently you can only stand one of the twins. Okay, she so you have to Fred. pick,
0: but I'm giving you the option. Which one you want?
1: <laughs> Take your pick. Okay, wait. Okay, so so Lovegood,
0: Mister Lovegood, okay. Scrimgeour, or George or Fred.
1: Scrimgeour is gonna have to die because I'm not invested. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll marry Fred. <laughs> um, but Spoiler a, alert. <laughs> but he's a businessman. They both are. I know, but but now George has a hole in his. He doesn't have an ear. He's missing <laughs> an ear. I can't deal with that. Um, and then I guess we'll have to look for the deathly hollows with, with Mr. Lovegood.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, I will have to kill Mr. Lovegood, because he's just not my vibe, you know? He's too like hippie, hippie for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. hippie is
1: not your vibe. Um,
0: I will look for the deathly hollows with Scrim drawer. And <laughs> I got to go with George, because guess what? He's holy. <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: Get it? I got it. You took it from the book. I got it. <laughs> oh, Fred and George. All right. Um. So this movie was boring. Like, really boring. Right out the gate. Yeah, like the last five minutes are okay, but the rest of it's pretty boring. Um. So you're going to have to help me out with this a lot, because... I took your tip of watching the movie first, and I think I did a terrible job of going back really? <laughs> and deciding um, what needed to be added and, okay. and whatnot. So.
0: I mean, I will say right off the bat, like I personally don't think too much changes because not a lot happens. Very true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very true. So.
1: Uh, so the opening of the movie, we finally do get to meet the new Minister of Magic, which is, which is Scrimger. Um, but is that the opening of the book?
0: Actually, that's not how the book actually starts. Um, the book starts with a scene that we're actually going to talk, to talk about in a little bit, which is the scene of Snape going to the um, Death Eaters meeting.
1: Yes.
0: And, and Voldemort's there, and they have the teacher. You'll get to yes. it, but that's how the book starts.
1: Got it. Yeah, so we really just get a montage of different things in this first scene in the movie. Uh, one thing that they did say, they were like, these are dark times. There's no denying it. Like, no kidding. We've been saying that for... <laughs> Four books. um. But Hermione goes home and she erases her. She obliviates her parents' memories. Mm-hmm. It's way sadder in the movie. Yeah. Like, in the book, they talk about how she changes, or she basically makes them forget about her, but it, they made it very much seem like that it was just for the time being.
0: Yeah, that she could basically go reverse it when, and if they, you know, survive, she could just go back and everything could go back to normal. And yeah. That's not how it feels In the like. movie, <laughs> it's
1: like she's erasing them herself from the pictures, right. from everything. I'm like, that's really sad. Yeah, but I think then, it was a dramatic effect. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we also get to see the Dursleys leaving mm-hmm. uh, the house. That's like a whole chapter I know. in the
0: book. I am furious that they did not give us that because the... the um, we always talk about, you know, like the character arcs Mm -hmm. and in my opinion, one of the most important ones happens in this book um, in Dudley. Yeah. The fact that Dudley accepts Harry and finally says Mm -hmm. like, you're not, you know, to me, you're not like, Nothing. Nothing. Thank you. Um, like, that's so huge right. to go from where he was to where he, you know, ended up. He re- he recognizes that Harry saved his life and, mm-hmm. like, he appreciates it and he, you know, he... Um, Shakes his
1: hand. Right.
0: It's crazy. I'm so mad that they didn't include it. I get it because they essentially all but remove them from the movies and that's right. absolutely necessary. But, like, you couldn't have just given us this. Yeah. Just or at least thing. given Dudley this, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> the other two, I was like, I, there was no redeeming quality for for Vernon. No, absolutely But, not. but Dudley, I wish they would have because, yeah. it, you know, it was kind of the sad moment of that. He really thought Harry was his brother yeah. as much as he hated him. But, like, that's... It that's was almost it like, it was almost like, you know, growing up, you know, with siblings, like, m- half the time you don't realize how much you actually liked them. Totally. Like, you, you guys could have been at each other's throat the whole time yeah. until they leave and then you're like, oh, wait, I actually liked you. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I totally agree with what you are saying. Uh, we also see Ron outside of... The new burrow. Yeah. <laughs> There's no new borough in the book because the borough didn't burn down <laughs> in the book. Uh, so, you know, I'm glad to see that they have a house now. Um, but that's really how the movie opens. Uh, the next scene we get, though, is the scene that you were just talking about with Snape and with the Death Eaters, with Voldemort at this basically town hall meeting <laughs> the death eaters <laughs> there's this woman floating above the table we find out that she teaches at Hogwarts. she is the muggle studies teacher uh, i don't think they did a very good job explaining the visual of this in in, in the, the book. book because i was like wait it was so dramatic in the movie mm-hmm. with her and like they kind of interact with her in different points that the book it kind of got lost a little yeah bit, I, I
0: think thought. that really the only part is you know when obviously we'll get to it but when he kills her like and he he, she drops on the table Mm -hmm. like that's really the most dramatic point in the book. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because um, in the book, Draco actually, his reaction's much more intense than in mm-hmm. the movie. So it was like a flip-flop, I almost feel yeah. like. <laughs>
1: uh, Draco's going through some things
0: <laughs> in this one. <laughs> he's going through his emo phase. Yeah. And he's like
1: very scared this entire yeah. movie. So, um, But they, they're talking about when Harry's going to be moved from his safe house. Uh, something that we don't like fully get in the movie though is the explanation of why they're having to move Harry from from the house because he's no longer safe because he's about to turn 17. Right. Uh, It kind of doesn't really get talked about in the movie, but it's very important. Yeah. So
0: up until this point, he's had this like safety net, essentially. Um, As long as he goes back to Pervet Drive, like he has this um, safety against Voldemort. But Mm -hmm. now that he's turning 17 and becoming a man, it's like, that's no longer a thing. So now they'd have to find him a new safe haven. Yeah.
1: But if you watch the movie, you don't know that. <laughs> no, they're
0: just moving him. <laughs>
1: uh, but we also find out that Voldemort needs somebody else's wand because he knows that those wands are, can't beat each other. So he ends up taking Lucius's wand mm. at this meeting um, because he thinks that just any old wand will kill Harry. <laughs> um, but then he ends up, you know, killing the teacher for, you know, cause he's a jerk and he feeds her to Nagini. Scary snake.
0: Yeah, it's a great <laughs> opening. Though, yes, to I did
1: really like the opening of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Harry is now back, still back out the Dursleys, and he's walking through the house one last time, which they kind of talk about a little bit in the in the book as well. Uh, I, I did like that we were able to get a little bit of that. Yeah,
0: because it is the end of, of all of this. When he like walks into the cupboard and like yeah, looks at it, I know. Uh,
1: but Hermione, Ron, and the rest of the Order, or some of the Order, show up, including Bill and Fleur. Uh, <laughs> and I did like how they made they they made a note of his scars on mm-hmm. his face that you know Greyback is the one who did it, which I thought was so funny. I'm like, you mentioned it now, like why was it just not mentioned in the right. last?
0: movie. Why couldn't we have just gotten the actual attack? Yeah, yeah. it
1: just made, like, it, it, it feels like sometimes, like, they wait until, like, mm-hmm. the comments and stuff come out, and then they decide, like, oh, yeah, people were really, yeah. really mad about that. Uh, we also find out that Tonks and Lupin are officially married now, as well. Uh She, this whole thing is kind of weird. She kind of m- starts to say something, and then she gets cut off. Mm-hmm. I guess I read that they actually had a whole scene of her telling everyone that she's pregnant. Right. Um, but they ended up taking it out of the movie.
0: Why? No idea. Okay. No
1: idea. But I thought it was, like, w- w- we can talk about it a little bit, but there's a part where, like, Lupin is super freaked out in the book about it. And yeah. he tries to go off with the kids. I know. That we don't get, really, in the movie. So, who knows? Uh, they all end up taking a polyjuice potion to get Harry out. Because their whole plan is that they know they're being watched, so if they make seven Harrys, they're not going to know, you know, who the who the real Harry is. Uh, But like you said before, this is just kind of a hilarious scene. It's so funny. (laughs) Hermione's transformation is ridiculous.
0: I just love like all the, like Fred and George take it and like they shrink. And then like uh, Flora takes it and she like, you know, gets taller. It's, it's a great scene. Well,
1: and I do feel like again, like the last movie, when we saw Harry taking the Felix Felicis, Mm -hmm. we saw a different side of Daniel Ratcliffe's acting. I feel like he got to do that a little bit in this scene as well. Um, and then, so they all end up getting a partner of somebody else that's in the order to help protect them while they're flying off. Hagrid ends up getting to fly with Harry in the motorcycle that he brought him with, which I was super, I just liked, again, full circle moments here. Uh, so they're flying out. They end up getting attacked by Death Eaters and Hedwig dies. How dare they? And I'm like... Here's my problem with it. One, Hedwig dies. No, well, there's a theory why he needed to die Mm -hmm. or she needed to die. But, like, Harry's nonchalant, like, reaction (laughs) infuriated me in the movie and in the book. Yeah. Like, he's like, well, she had a good life.
0: And I'm like, what? You only had her for, like, six years. I do (laughs) think it was a little bit better in the book than in the movie. In the movie, it felt very, like, meh, whatever, on to the next. But he at least has, like, a momentary, like panic attack and like yeah. you know reacts in some way in the book but yeah it did so sad. not get her justice no <laughs> at
1: all she was just trying to I don't protect understand Harry.
0: why books and movies kill animals there's no point there's zero point
1: that's why i'm telling you all right now we will never ever ever do marley and me <laughs> i refuse to watch the movie because the dog dies and i don't need that in my life i keep
0: seeing that book at um goodwill oh me too and i keep i'm like She's probably not going to want to do I'm this I'm
1: never going to do it. Don't. I will, I will.
0: Or a dog's purpose. No, I don't. Is that a book?
1: <laughs> probably. No. Anything where a dog dies, we are not. We are not about it. Um, so anyways, Voldemort shows up while they're, you know, flying to. It, we don't really get the explanation in the movie of where they're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the book, they kind of tell us like, you're going here. You're going here. And then we're all going to meet up, mm-hmm. you know, here. In this movie, it's just like every man for themselves going <laughs> in a different direction. Voldemort shows up. Uh, to the real Harry, and he tries to kill him. He ends up, you know, not being able to. And Hagrid and Harry end up basically landing in a swamp outside yeah. the burrow.
0: I will say, um, in the book, Hag- Hagrid actually falls out of the motorcycle. Yeah, it's at some way point. more dramatic. Way more dramatic. And then. <laughs> Another thing I'd love to uh, point out, I'm so glad that finally we've gotten to the point where Voldemort doesn't like dilly-dally. He's finally like, let's just kill the guy. Like every other time it's like, oh, let me play games with him. And like, no, get to the point. Are you (laughs) going to kill him or not? (laughs)
1: Right. Yeah, so he goes straight in for the kill. It doesn't work. But yeah, it's way more dramatic in the book. And I think, and they're not even supposed to be going where they end up. And there's just something like, because everything goes wrong (laughs) in this scene. They actually
0: end up... um, at the... At uh, Nymphadora Tonks's parent yes, house. Yeah. Randomly. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so, but I guess for the sake of time, they just got him straight to the burrow. Uh, and when they get to the burrow, Lupin, basically, almost not attacks Harry, but he like tests him because he wants to make sure that he is who he says mm. he is. But then they realize that the Death Eaters knew they were coming because... Again, we don't really find out all these details. Harry wasn't supposed to be moved until the next day. Mm -hmm. But then they had been feeding everyone bad information so they could get him out safely. So we find out that, in my perception, I guess, they accuse Mundungus, Mm -hmm. right, of... Of telling someone where it is. In the book, that is not... They don't blame him at all, really. They think maybe, but then they end up talking to him. He's like, no, I just got scared. And I left (laughs) because he just leaves.
0: Right. I, I think... I still believe it. Like, I... I know that there's speculation that it may have been, like, Snape or something, but, Mm -hmm. like, how or why would Snape have known? The only real true person that was in the vicinity would have been Mendungas, who would have possibly, you know, told. So, I don't know. I don't know if it's implied or what, but, yeah, they make a bigger deal about it in the movie. The
1: plan did not go very well. (laughs) Uh, They also get back, and George is there. George is hurt. Um, we find out that Mad-Eye Moody was also killed during the scene. Which, again, I was like, I feel like we didn't get his justice either. Yeah. We didn't see him get attacked. We didn't see... I mean, in the book, they talk about how they go back and try to find his body. And they mm-hmm. can't find his body. Like, in the movie, it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, he died,
0: too. Don't they find his eye? Yeah. the they, uh, In the book, they yeah, find his eye. Yeah, buries and... it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, no. They end up finding his eye at the ministry. Remember? Because what's-her-name... Umbridge put it on her door
0: oh that's and right Harry
1: finds it and takes it that's so right. that implying that you know they ended up finding his body right. and taking him away but yeah, yeah we don't really get i we feel like mad eye
0: as a whole did not get his justice because in the fourth book it wasn't even him the whole time no
1: <laughs> not at all so they're back at the Burrow now harry's immediately trying to leave because he thinks he's putting everyone in danger and really ron calls him out for being selfish which i'm like yeah You kind of are. You have been for the last seven books. You
0: basically are all the time. (laughs) Uh,
1: And then we get mentioned that Bill and Fleur's wedding is in the next couple days and that they want to, you know, do something normal before, you know, the world ends, basically. Basically. Um, But we do get It's Bill and Fleur's wedding day. Uh, we also... Something we don't get in the movie is that it's Harry's birthday Mm -hmm. and the day before the wedding. And we don't get any of, like, the presents or any of that. Well, and I also
0: feel like, again, as we're... As things don't, you know... I feel like Harry never gets his, like... His glory. No, and,
1: and really... His birthday in the movie is the same day as the wedding.
0: Right. Because he oh, yeah.
1: makes mention of happy birthday, Harry. Yeah, they
0: made a cake. Yeah.
1: So they didn't Yeah, he had like a stitch uh, stitch. Snitch cake. Remember Miss Weasley made him oh, the big yeah. yeah. And like they had the big garden yeah. dinner and stuff. I would have so. really liked to see that snitch cake. Mm -hmm. Anyways, it's Fleur and and (laughs) Bill's uh, wedding day. And at this point, unlike the book, Ginny and Harry are still together. They never broke up Mm -hmm. in the movies. Um, But then the Minister of Magic shows up on the same day to read Dumbledore's will. And we find out that something, again, we don't find out in the movie is that they've been sitting on this will. The ministry has gone through these objects trying to figure out why they're why he was giving them to the kids. Um, Again, not really mentioned in the movie, Uh, but Ron ends up getting the D deluminator. Um, Hermione ends up getting a copy of the Tales of Beetle the Bard and which is like a children's book mm-hmm. that Ron knows like the back of his hand that I have
0: a copy of actually <laughs> Do you really? I, I found it at Goodwill oh my gosh
1: yeah. I'll use it for our next Instagram yeah. post uh, and then Harry ends up getting the first snitch that he caught in his very first uh, ma- Quidditch match at Hogwarts uh, and then they also note that he was given the sword of Godric Gryffindor but they're saying that it wasn't his, it wasn't Dumbledore's to give away. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's missing. Right. <laughs> so they don't just know where it FYI. is. FYI. So, and that, so that pretty much happens in the book mm-hmm. as well, but just happens on Harry's birthday. Right. In the book. So now we're at the wedding. Madame Maxine is back <laughs> um, in all her glory. Luna and her dad are there. And we see the first symbol of the Deathly Hollows uh, worn by Luna's dad. Uh, as like a necklace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, someone who doesn't show up at the wedding is Crumb. Yep, and Crumb is not there to play. Like he, <laughs> he's he, very unhappy. Yeah, <laughs> but I.
0: <laughs> Like why is he there?
1: Like why I guess maybe him and Fleur became friends during sure. during
0: the I don't I don't see um the Bobatton girls really being friendly with the Durmstrang boys but... I mean, <laughs> you know, the Goblet of Fire can, you know, bring people together.
1: Uh but yeah, in the book, he like gets really mad when he sees Luna's dad wearing the Deathly mm-hmm. Hollows, and there's like this whole like backstory on where this might have come
0: from. Yeah, he's actually the one that um that points it out to Harry. So Harry doesn't even notice it on Mr. Lovegood until uh, Crumb points it out. He basically tells him about the necklace that it's Grindelwald's... Grindelwald's? (laughs) However you want to say it. Sign. Um, And he is also um, the one that tells him about Grigorovich who was a... Who is a... um, a uh, famous wand maker who also went to Durmstrang, where he he went to. So we get a lot of important information that mm-hmm. Crum, of all people, is the one to tell,
1: Right.
0: <laughs> which and... is interesting. Another thing to point out, in the book, um, they actually make Harry uh, pretend to be a cousin of the family. Oh, yeah, he has polyjuice yeah, portion in Yeah, to basically make sure that no one realizes it's him or if there's, you know, dangerous people that. there. Yeah, yeah. They, give,
1: they make him another Weasley. <laughs> well, and there's, like, this whole... Um, scene in the book too like Harry's talking to one of Ron's like aunts Mm -hmm. about stuff and like there's a lot more goes on in the wedding in the book than we get I think that
0: is more kind of what we get in the movie and when he's talking to that uh witch and wizard the (laughs) old-timers Um, true. Same, same.
1: <laughs> Harry ends up talking to the writer of the Daily Prophet, uh, who also wrote like a big, um, story about Dumbledore, like an, in a nice way. Yeah. Um, we actually get the whole like letter in the book of what, what he said. Um, and at this point we find out that Dumbledore had a brother. One thing that doesn't come across in the movie is in the book, Harry's really upset that he feels like all this stuff is coming out about Dumbledore and he didn't know any of it. Yeah.
0: No, It's an uh, important thing that, you know, a lot of Harry Potter fans are pissed about, too, because, you know, the less or the more he learns about what Dumbledore kept from him, the more he feels betrayed and that he was duped, essentially, by Dumbledore. Because, like, and I'll be the first one to admit it, like, I personally think that, not in the sense that, like, he duped him, but he... Knowing how important Harry was, he used Harry to mm-hmm. basically not do his bidding, but you know what I mean. Like used he him. used
1: Harry in the way that Harry I feel like was born to do. Like I mean, yeah. I feel like Harry had some sort of like destiny. He's supposed to do this yeah. or whatever. But I,
0: but in a way, I feel like Dumbledore made him think that he needed True. like it was his idea. Well, yeah, when it really wasn't that's his
1: idea. Every <laughs> once, how do you get a guy to like do something? You make him think it's his idea. Like duh. Yeah. <laughs> we also find out that befilda Bagshot. 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 Um, she's a famous historian who wrote the history of Hogwarts um mm-hmm. uh, has actually done an interview with reader, Rita Skeeter and they have, wrote in, wrote in, they have written a book about Dumbledore and it's about like the lies of his life. Um, and we find out at this point in the movie that, that Dumbledore's dad has actually killed three muggles and then that's why they ended up moving to Godric's Hollow, which is one of the things that Harry finds out that mm-hmm. makes him think like, We were born in the same town or in the same city, like, and he never told him that. So I have in my notes, did Harry even know Dumbledore? I don't (laughs) think so. But so now a blue orb comes barreling into the wedding tent and it just basically announces that the the ministry of magic has fallen. The minister is dead and that the Death Eaters are coming.
0: You mean the minister that we literally just met five minutes ago?
1: (laughs) I was like, oh, he's already dead. That's all we get to see. He gets one scene. Uh, But the Death Eaters come back and they attack. And they end up, or Hermione, Ron, and Harry end up uh, operating to London. And they end up at the diner. (laughs) I I presumably have to think that that was the diner that Harry was in the last.
0: (laughs) It doesn't look anything like it, though. I
1: mean, kind of. It has two rows of, like, seats. That's basically every diner. Yes, I bet you anything they use the same. uh, Maybe
0: (laughs) the same. Wasn't the same girl.
1: (laughs) No. So they're in the diner, and these two other men walk into the diner, end up being undercover Death Eaters,
0: and I didn't know that was a thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's undercover Death Eaters. It's a you know job inquiry. (laughs) Uh, But Hermione, they end up attacking them, and they fight them, whatever, and then you know the trio ends up beating them. And Hermione takes, she obliviates Mm -hmm. their memories. I'm
0: really glad that you're calling them the trio now. The trio
1: now. They actually, at one point in the book, somebody calls them the trio. Oh, really? I didn't catch that. One time. Um, But now this is where Hermione's like, happy birthday, Harry. Um, So again, these Death Eaters were able to find them in a place that they shouldn't have been able to find them. So that's very interesting. We end up, like, one of the big things that we don't find out in the movie, correct me if I'm wrong is that we find out that one of the ways the death eaters are tracking them is if you use the name Voldemort. That in the book Ooh. they describe in the book they go into great detail of that's how they ended up tracking them and finding them inevitably everywhere that they were going. It's a great
0: point. Yeah. I don't I don't we, get to catch that, but yeah. <laughs> I believe you.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we don't get any mention of it in the movie. So. I mean that makes
0: sense. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can believe you didn't catch that. No.
0: It's like when on on the internet like you get flagged for something if you mm-hmm. use a specific word yeah. or something. Yeah. I didn't catch that.
1: Um. So, but now they end up going back to Grimold Place, um, which is Harry's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, which again, we have no notion of in the movie because they <laughs> never told us that Sirius left it to him. Uh, but Harry, so when you walk in, they, and they had put a bunch of basically like booby traps in this house. And really the only one we get in the movie is there's like a ghost, quote unquote, a ghost mm-hmm. of is it Dumbledore that flies at him? You can't really tell, tell. but in the book they describe that it is Dumbledore that, you know, flies. Well, and it
0: like talks, doesn't it? Yeah. It talks.
1: And there's like a tongue twisting jinx in there. Like there's a whole (laughs) bunch of stuff. We end up not getting it. So they're just kind of looking through the house because they're trying to find clues on how to find the Horcruxes, how to, Mm -hmm. you know, anything that will help them. If you remember at the last, at the end of the last movie and book, one of the fake, the fake Horcrux was the locket mm-hmm. found by R.A.B. They end up putting two and two together because in the house, there's a room that is, was it Regulus? Mm-hmm. Regulus A. Black. <laughs> R.A.B. So they figure out that that was him who had stolen that Yeah, they
0: put book. two and two together. Yeah. yeah, so
1: now they know that it, it was in this house at one point was the real one.
0: I'm glad um the book finally gave some credit to ron because technically harry's the one that found the room True. in the book but yeah. they, they 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 threw ron a bone yeah thankfully. a little bit uh,
1: but we find out that creature what has been watching them this entire time and that the locket was in the house and creature was at one point was supposed to be trying to destroy it and he couldn't figure out how to destroy it and he tells him that you know Mundugas had come to the house and stole a bunch of stuff, including that locket. Mm -hmm. Um, I know what you're going to say. What? Uh, Creature did not get his due in in this, in this movie because he has a whole like turnaround in his life during, during the book.
0: Yeah. Um, so I don't, again, don't know why they don't, they don't include this, but, uh, basically, so obviously Creature is the Black's, um, uh, house elf. And so, because Regulus had ties with Voldemort, um, at some point he sends creature um, to Voldemort, and Voldemort actually takes him to the cave that he is planning to, you know, hide this locket and uses creature um, as basically the test subject to mm-hmm. to do it because you know you have to drink the water and everything and all that good stuff. Um, uh, then eventually he actually goes back with. Regulus to steal that mm-hmm. same locket. So I don't know why they didn't include it. It's a pretty big important thing because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, in the movie there's really no mention of how Regulus actually stole no. the, the locket.
1: none at all. And... And then there's this whole part in the book about how creature comes around to Harry and Hermione mm-hmm. and Ron because they actually stay at Grimmauld Place for a very long time in the yeah, book, I know. and Creature ends up being like this wonderful house elf to them <laughs> and like makes them dinner I and, know. and everything. We don't see any of that. Yeah, in I mean the movie. he's
0: still not sure about Hermione because she's uh, Muggle born, but a mudblood. Don't call her that. That's rude.
1: <laughs> uh, but in the movie, obviously fast forward, uh, a scene that we get added is a hogwarts express scene that is not in the book and it's you kind of forget that through all this other stuff happening like school is back in session Mm -hmm. like they're getting back now and hogwarts the hogwarts express ends up getting stopped because the death eaters are looking for harry on the train because they think that he's going back to school
0: because they're idiots why would he go back to school right
1: um but our boy neville stands up to them and tells him he's not here like, get out. He's not here. You don't have any business
0: here, basically. Did you notice that the glow up has started at this point? <laughs> it had started.
1: It had started. I'm glad we got to see him at least a little bit in yeah. this movie. So then the next thing we get, though, is that they're at the ministry and the Death Eaters have taken over completely. And Umbridge is there. Mm-hmm. And which I'm like, I thought you were gone. Right. Like, I thought we were done with you. We're not <laughs> done with her. And there's a bunch of wanted posters. Harry is desire, was
0: it undesirable number one. Number one
1: everywhere. <laughs> and then we go back to Grimmauld Place because Creature and Dobby have found Mundungus and brought him back to them. And he basically tells them a the whole story about a witch came and took the locket from him. Come to find out, it was Umbridge that took the locket from him. So... Now they know that that Horcrux is at the Ministry, so they gotta go there. <laughs> uh, so this is also a great scene. It is <laughs> all the polyjuice potion man. <laughs> uh, so they end up they end up taking out like three members of the Ministry to become in the to become them to get into the ministry because they can't obviously go in as themselves. This is what I
0: was talking about in the in a previous episode. Like it was so easy before to get into the ministry, maybe because it's like heightened security yeah. at this point, but like now it's like you gotta like clearly become a different person to right. even get in. <laughs> right.
1: And the entrance is no longer, you
0: know, a nice little <laughs> phone booth. Yeah, <laughs> it's a toilet. You gotta flush
1: yourself they in. Literally- Flush themselves in. I love it. I'm glad that they kept that in there.
0: Um, did you see any of those toilets when you were in Europe? Those like little pulley style no, toilets? No, there was none them? of those. I see them. Did you? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's funny. No, we did not run into the pulley toilets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's obviously
1: a little bit more dramatic in the book. They end up like giving one of those guys like the nosebleed thing mm-hmm. that Fred and George made. So he goes home and, and all that, but it didn't need to be in the movie. No. Um, so yeah, so now they're in the ministry and I mean, they really don't have a plan. No,
0: not (laughs) at all. Not
1: not a good one, at least. Um, But Ron ends up being basically like a a maintenance worker (laughs) and someone's office is raining. So he has to go and try to like fix this. Uh, But we also find out a thing that gets left out of the movie completely. We should note, though, is that what the ministry is doing is interrogating almost every Mm -hmm. single witch or wizard to make sure that they are not muggle born.
0: Yeah. They they briefly mentioned it in the movie but not to the extent that the book goes no, into. No, the book
1: goes into this huge long explanation of it and Ron's the guy who Ron turns into his wife is in in the court being mm-hmm. interrogated that day. Uh, Which I love this part when Ron is like, my wife.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Harry's like, you don't have a wife. (laughs)
1: Um, So, but now Hermione and Harry are in the elevators and they end up running into Umbridge in the elevator. Um, And then Harry ends up getting off to go find Umbridge's Office mm. and then so Hermione's stuck in there <laughs> with her, which is <laughs> awful. Uh, Harry ends up sending off a bunch of uh, the what are they, dung bombs? Bombs, I think
0: so. <laughs> like, they're <laughs> like stink
1: bombs. cute little um,
0: I don't know what they're called stink bombs, sure.
1: <laughs> uh, to get everyone away from Umbridge's office and to like cause a distraction. Uh, he finds that there's files on all of them, and you know. Again, they're undesirable number mm-hmm. one. And Harry comes out and he meets back up with Ron, who's like soaking wet. Because <laughs> he couldn't figure out how to fix the...
0: I love that even when he's not himself, he's still a redhead. Yes,
1: obviously. <laughs> you have to. So now we're back in the courtroom. Hermione's in the courtroom with Umbridge. And that's where we see that Umbridge is wearing the Horcrux locket. Mm-hmm. And Harry doesn't waste a whole lot of time. He ends up stupefying Umbridge and... And he takes the locket, the Dementors that are all over the Ministry attack, and they end up flying out the fireplace and out. It's actually way more dramatic in the book than it was in yeah. the... Or in, sorry, it was more dramatic in the movie. Oh, you thought so? Because they they were... Their Polyjuice potion had ran had True. Come out, so they're, like, running, and Ron's, like, in slow motion, so... But, but in, in the book... That's a good point. In the book, they're, like, still the people that they're yeah. impersonating what i did
0: love in the book is they actually end up running into mr Reasley. oh yeah which is like an awkward experience for ron because he's like i'm you're my dad but yeah. I'm like a different person <laughs> it's yeah. very interesting
1: so so yeah so they blew up through the little fireplaces that get them out just in time and they almost got out but then ron they did get out but then poor ron's arm got spliced splinched splinched uh
0: but which does not sound fun no
1: and so they're in the woods now and they knew that they weren't going to be able to go back to Grimould place because when they were going up through the fireplace there was someone from the ministry still hanging on to them mm-hmm. and he they didn't want them to you know find out where that place was uh so hermione ends up putting all those protection enchantments around them which i'm like I need that all the time, it's just <laughs> so people don't see me. <laughs> uh, and then Hermione ends up having this Mary Poppins bag that has so ideal everything in it, including a tent. And it's <laughs> one of those like magical tents from that we see at the Quidditch World yes. Cup, where it's huge. And they basically start trying to destroy the Horcrux because now they have it. Nothing is nothing is working. Um, but Harry ends up putting it around his neck, which becomes not a good thing for anybody. No. Uh, but he's upset because he wants to know why Dumbledore didn't tell him how to destroy it. Because if you remember, Dumbledore has already destroyed one of them.
0: Right. So and technically Harry destroyed one
1: yeah, before that. <laughs> exactly. So he says he's, he's upset because Harry's always upset. Right. So Harry gets a memory. I guess they're not really... We don't... We get a lot more explanation in the book of that Harry sees a lot more of Voldemort through his mind.
0: Yeah. Now it goes back to the whole, you know, occlumency and like the fact yeah. that they're connected and they can, he's been, he's found a way to tap into Voldemort's um, visions. essentially. Right. So we don't get
1: much mention of that in the movie, but he does see, he does see Voldemort trying to get information from the wand maker, Grigorovich, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever his name is. Uh, but now Harry kind of snaps back into the tent and He's getting really angry and he snaps at Hermione and he's like, you're not doing enough. And I'm like, Harry,
0: she's literally doing everything.
1: She's literally done everything for you. Um, but she ends up making him take off the locket because she knows that the locket is having a negative effect on him, which it, it was. Right. Uh, they're listening to the radio and Snape has now been appointed the new headmaster at Hogwarts, Gross. which they're not happy about. And the radio actually plays not like they have the radio on quite a bit Mm -hmm. in the movie in the book the radio ends up being something that ron listens to like to get information about like where harry is and all this stuff so it well
0: and it plays a a little bit of a bigger role at some point in the book um i mean we could touch on it now but they end up hearing some of their friends and like family like lupin and them over because they've created this like (laughs) I don't want to call it a podcast, but <laughs> yeah, like basically a radio show um, about, you know, what's going on, the happenings mm-hmm. that are happening.
1: Uh, but while, <laughs> that made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. Um, but Death Eaters end up showing up in the woods, but they can't see them see him because of all of the protection that Hermione put on. But they can smell her perfume,
0: mm-hmm. which I thought
1: was interesting. And then at one point... Harry and Hermione are talking in the tent and Ron kind of sees them together and had, and he's like not okay with this. Yeah. Like there's a lot of jealousy going on and, and it may or may not have been
0: because of the locket, but we don't know. Yeah. Another thing that um, is kind of mentioned quite a bit in the book that is not in the movie at all is that Hermione has a photograph of a, previous headmaster phineas nigelis yes. that they bring out every so often to keep them company yeah um, because his other portrait is at hogwarts so he comes and goes and at first he's trying to like get information from them and they're not stupid they don't give him anything but eventually he becomes kind of a companion to- yes. for them
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do not see that in the movie at all uh but they decide to end up leaving the woods um you know, cause they got to keep moving and, but they have to walk because Ron still isn't strong enough to operate out cause his arm is still hurt. Um, but we do see, again, see Ron listening to the radio, trying to figure out if anyone has died that they know
0: because it's different in the book because he actually gets a letter. I think f- oh, yeah. from his dad or somebody letting him know, hey, everyone's okay.
1: Right. Because at this point in the movie, he d- they don't know if... Yeah. Like when they left the wedding, they don't know anything yeah. that happened after that. Why
0: couldn't we have gotten that? Like just giving them a little bit of like solace, like they're okay. Right. No, we just no. have to be on high alert at Nothing. all times.
1: <laughs> uh, but Hermione ends up finding out in the movie that the sword of Gryffindor can actually kill the horcrux Mm -hmm. and so now they have to figure out where the heck that is (laughs)
0: right (laughs) nidelis is actually the one that tells them in the book yes
1: yes and ron again is just like not okay with like any of this (laughs) like he's not happy about the progress because he's like now we have to find another thing now we have to find this horcrux or we need to find these other horcruxes we need to find this sword and i mean In Harry's defense, he kind of snapped at me. He's like, what did you think? We were going to find one of these every other day. Right. Like, I don't know It's like going to be a walk in
0: the park, Ron. Right.
1: So Ron ends up leaving. And he asks Hermione to go with him. And she's like, nah, dude. Like, where am I going to go? Like, (laughs) you know, we told him. I've obliviated
0: my parents' memory. I have nowhere to go.
1: (laughs) And it's like, we told him we would go. So we're going to go. Which, again, happens in the book just like it does. Um, But so Harry and Hermione end up setting off on themselves. Uh, This next scene is added to the movie, uh, which some people love, some people hate it. I but, absolutely hated it. <laughs> but Harry and Hermione end up having this like dance in the tent. It's like a slow dance, but it's like kind of weird sexual. Like, it's just like Harry can't dance. But I mean, I get it. It was supposed to like relieve like the tension of everything. It made me
0: more tense. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was very awkward. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we got it. Not sure why. But Harry's now playing with The with the snitch, and the snitch. Correct me if I'm wrong. He find like they talk about how it has like a flesh memory Mm -hmm. on it, and it was like earlier in the book that he realized like, oh, I actually caught it with my mouth. Oh yeah, they were at
0: the burrow still. Yeah, it was super
1: early. This is where he ends up finding out, or he he like puts it to his lips or whatever, and it ends up making like a little scripture that says, "I open at the close." Whatever that means. <laughs> um in the and then we also see that in the book that Dumbledore left Hermione, uh there was a little drawing of the Deathly Hollows in in her book. Yes.
0: And I think They don't know what that is yet. They don't right. know that it's the Deathly Hollows yet. Right. Uh but so Harry
1: really wants to go back to God Godger's Call Hollow now that. He knows that Dumbledore is from there. He really feels like he probably left the sword there. He really thinks that something's there. So they end up going to Godric's Hollow.
0: You got your uh, wintry scene. I got
1: my wintry scene. It's a little gloomy, but... It is. But it's Christmas Eve now at Godric's Hollow. And they go to the cemetery. And one thing that's different, in the movie, they go as themselves. Mm -hmm. In the book, they go as other people. Yeah, Yeah. they
0: they drink polyjuice potion and go as muggles.
1: Yeah. So no, which
0: makes a lot more sense but. Well yeah
1: and they talk about it it was funny cuz in the in the book they talk about how they took the polyjuice potion and they used the, the invisibility... invisible and they're like okay, it's going to look weirder if there's snow tracks everywhere. <laughs> uh, the, like, right. let's just, we have Polyjuice
0: Potion. No one's yeah. going to know. Um, well, and it, does he say in the movie that like, he doesn't want to go as somebody else to like his home or something like that? It doesn't say something like that. I don't know. Which I guess would explain why they didn't do the Polyjuice Potion. But I'm like, that makes the most sense. Like, obviously you don't want to go as yourself. Right. To one of the biggest places that they could pro- possibly find you. Right. Whatever.
1: And in the movie, Hermione actually mentions when they get there, like, like I told you, we probably should have done. Polly just pushed But so they go to this this uh, cemetery at Godric's Hollow, and they end up finding they end up finding Lily and James's grave. Harry's Harry's parents. Uh, Hermione actually also finds the grave of somebody else, who they don't know who it is at the time. But there is the Deathly Hollows symbol mm-hmm. on that gravestone as well. Uh, they realize that someone is watching them. And so they end up following this little old lady. So creepy. <laughs> to, where Perry's, uh, to where Harry's parents uh, were killed to the house. And we actually get this in the book. It's like way more descriptive about how like the house like was never even touched. Mm-hmm. Because they like, it was almost a memorial to
0: Harry and his right. parents. Well, and they even mentioned, I believe, that muggles can't see it. Yeah. Like it's a house that. You know, if a muggle were to pass by, they wouldn't know it was even there. Right,
1: and so we end up finding out that this is Bathilda, who they're following.
0: What did you call her? Is it Befilda? Bethilda with a T H. Okay,
1: that's almost the same. It's fine. When I'm typing my notes, it's hard. When, <laughs> this is why I can't do it. I'm not watching the movie first. Like I can't do it because I take I take it off of what I hear. Befilda, Befilda, <laughs> Like, same thing. That is so great. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not taking your way. You do it your way. I'll do it my way. Deal. <laughs> uh, they follow her into the house. And Harry's, like, speaking Parseltongue randomly to her. And they see a picture of a young boy there as well. And, it, again, it, it it's so hard. Like, there was so much that happened, like, in this scene in the book that... It, when you watch the movie, you're like, what is happening? Right. Like, yeah. there's so much because they end up, like, she doesn't actually talk in the movie. In the book, she says a couple words here and there. They're in Parseltongue, though. Yeah. Because but, Hermione can't understand her. True. And then, so then they end up taking her, he, she takes Harry upstairs. And then, like, she turns into the snake and attacks Harry. Crazy. Wild. Wild. And then they operate the F out of there. <laughs> so they didn't accomplish literally anything. No,
0: besides almost getting killed by Nagini. Right. Um, but something that they left out in the movie a- after this, um, Harry actually sees a memory of the night that Voldemort killed his parents. Yes. Like he vividly sees how it happens, which is, I'm sure, awful for him to to witness. But they left that out, I guess.
1: I feel like that's one of the things they could have put in there.
0: Right. We've been talking I mean, about it. we've
1: been talking about this for for
0: years. Sure, but we've technically seen it already multiple times. Like they've shown it in previous movies. I guess.
1: Uh so now they're back at the woods, and Harry or Hermione ended up taking them to a place in the woods that her parents used to take her. So that's how she knew that place. And they end up finding out that the boy in the picture in the house was Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> And they still don't know exactly what that means at this point. And and really, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, we do not get the backstory of Grindelwald that we get in the book. Nope. We sure don't. Like, it's pretty wild how this gets brushed over.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, and I don't know why, I guess the movies they didn't know they were going to make the fantastic beast movies but in hindsight I'm sure they would have loved to con- in- right. include this um, but we learned that Dumbledore and Grindelwald were actually friends um, mm-hmm. when they were younger and they they I think they find a letter or something um, that Dumbledore had actually written to Grindelwald talking about the greater good and mm-hmm. basically insinuating that Dumbledore maybe also had these thoughts about pure bloods mm-hmm. and like you know not being um, okay with muggle-born uh, individuals and things like that so another reason why Harry is so angry with Dumbledore and the fact that he feels like he was duped essentially yeah I was
1: shocked after reading the book that that was not included in
0: this movie but weren't you so glad that that like you were brought that was brought to life light for you
1: oh yeah yeah for
0: sure uh
1: but so and then we also find out in the movie at this point that when Harry and Hermione were trying to get back from Godric's Hollow Harry's wand broke Uh uh-oh not good. So Harry's keeping watch. He's has Hermione's wand and he sees a doe Patronus. A deer,
0: a female
1: deer. <laughs> Sorry. I have to do that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and so this Patronus is just kind of out. And so Harry is just like, so trusty. And it's like, let me follow this <laughs> to the lake. Okay. Also timeout in the book. And maybe this is a regional thing. They call the lake a pool in the book. I'm like, that is not a pool. That is a lake. It's not a pool. A pool is like a man-made thing that's outside of our apartment. Do you have the
0: UK version of the book? You're, they're your old books. That's true. That's a good point. I don't remember it being called a pool. It's called a pool. I think the audiobook calls it a lake. So weird. That's interesting. Anyways,
1: so he ends up following this Patronus to the lake, and then it kind of just disappears. But... When he sees the the lake is frozen over, or the pool is frozen mm. over, and he sees the sword at the bottom of the lake, and he jumps in. And I'm like, Harry, has no one told you not to jump into a frozen lake? It's not safe.
0: Also, like, almost naked? Yeah. Like, you didn't think your clothes might help you in this case?
1: Actually, I don't know if that's true. I think that it weighs you down.
0: True, but I guess you're if you're cold, you're cold. Either <laughs> yeah. way, that's a good point. I
1: don't know. Right. But, oof. That is.
0: It was cold. Just I, was- I guess I was just really upset that I had to see Daniel Radcliffe shirtless. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to see that. So
1: he tries to grab the sword. He ends up getting attacked by something in the lake. Did we find out what it was? What attacked him?
0: Yeah, the proximity of the locket to the sword. Basically, well, yeah, creates but, a uh, like basically chokes him out. Oh yeah. yeah. See,
1: again, like watching the movie, you're like no idea what happens, but in the book, <laughs> they go into like yeah. obviously like yeah. that made way more sense in the book. Anyway, again,
0: if you had read the books before the movies, you'd know.
1: <laughs> right. That's why I shouldn't watch the movie first. <laughs> uh, so, so he can't get it and ends up like basically passing out, and but someone grabs him. And it's Ron.
0: Of course it is. Ron
1: is back. And he pulled Harry out. He saved his life. The world's best, best friend. Right, And then he ends up pulling out the sword as well. So now they're thinking like, all right, we got the sword. We know how to do it, but we need this locket to open. So Harry ends up talking, parcel tongue, to the locket to get it to open. Ron has the sword. And when he opens it, a black mask comes out of the locket and it shows Ron's like basically worst fears, the spiders. And then Harry and Hermione inter- intertwined.
0: <laughs> that was so freaking weird.
1: Yeah. I didn't like it.
0: <laughs> like the, the book description of it was fine, but like, I did not need to see the no. visual. So in, why were they naked? <laughs> I don't
1: know. In the book, he struggles a lot more. Like Harry's yelling at him, like Ron, hello, like strike it. Yeah. like Let's get this done in the movie. There's a little bit of the I don't know what to do, and then he right. he ends up doing it, and only three more to go. That's only it. Three That's all more you're to find. go. <laughs> uh, but they end up going back and finding Hermione. She slept through the whole thing
0: how how (laughs) how i mean they were a little ways away but still
1: right i'm just like and if i'm hermione i'm like guys you couldn't have like called me right Hey, like let's go
0: hey they finally did something without her
1: i did love this scene though when she finds out that ron (laughs) is back and she's like harry where's my wand and he's like no i'm not giving it to you
0: (laughs) you complete arse ronald (laughs) weasley
1: such a great line <laughs> uh but he ends up telling or ron ends up telling them that he used the deluminator to find them that you know not only does it, it does it work with light there was this orb that came out of like he heard hermione's voice there was this little ball of light that came out of it and It appeared and then flew into his chest and it led her led him to where he needed to be so cute so cute and i love how, how <laughs> at one point harry's like yeah, just keep telling her that story and she'll yeah. stop being mad. Uh but he ends up saying that he ends up has a he has a extra wand for Harry to use because there was these snatchers, which are basically wannabe death eaters almost. It's the point.
0: ones that the I think ministry are using, correct? Right. They yeah. don't have
1: the dark mark. Yeah. But the ministry is like has these people, like almost bounty hunters, mm-hmm. finding these people to or to have people test if they are of pure blood or not. Uh, so, but Hermione ends up telling them, telling the guys that she wants to go find Luna's dad to figure out what this mark, the mm-hmm. Deathly Hollows, means. So now we're at um, Casa Lovegood, mm. <laughs> and they're there to ask about the necklace because Mr. Lovegood was wearing that necklace at the wedding, and he tells them that it's a sign of the Deathly Hollows. We also are wondering where Luna is. Right. So they get there and Luna's not there. It should be a holiday and she's not there.
0: Where does he say she is? Like down by the river or something? <laughs> yeah,
1: down by the river, like getting some fish or something. Uh, but he ends up telling them the tale of the three brothers. Um, I thought it was actually kind of cool how they did It's very like...
0: Disney movie. Yeah, it was
1: very <laughs> like jarring. Yeah. Like... I don't know. I liked it because we got the story, but it was so like different from what we've seen totally. visually in these movies. Um, do you want to talk about the three brothers?
0: I will do a very truncated version of it. But essentially, there are these three brothers that were trying to pass over a bridge. Um, they, they are met with death or they are met by death. Um, basically each one gets to ask death for something. So the oldest asks for the most powerful wand, which is the elder wand. Uh, the second one wants something that uh, allows him to recall the the dead from the grave. And so um, he gets the resurrection stone. And then the last brother wants a way for him to get over the bridge without you know death uh, getting to him. So death gives him a piece of his invisibility cloak. Um, Then, you know, as time goes on, we learn that the older brother um, was attacked by another wizard for his wand, his throat was slit. Uh, the second brother uh, brought his uh, love back from the dead, but uh, the fact that she wasn't really ever alive basically put him into a depression, so he hanged himself. Um, but the last brother um, was never able to be found by death because he was—he always had his invisibility cloak. The only way that death finally found him was because of he, in his old age, gave his invisibility cloak to his son and death took him. He greeted death as a friend. Yes. I really enjoyed the story. Yeah,
1: I, I and this is the story that is in the book mm-hmm. that Dumbledore gave Hermione. And, you know, it's a tale that they've all all the wizards and witches have heard throughout, you know, their childhood. Something and so at the so so at the end of the story when he's done, Mr. Lovegood ends up drawing out the Deathly Hollows. Mm-hmm. Because, as most of us know, the Deathly Hollow symbol is a straight line to represent the wand, a circle in the middle to represent the resurrection stone, and then the triangle to represent the invisibility cloak. Uh, something that I thought was interesting after reading the book, though, is that there is this, like, wild, like, struggle between Hermione, Ron, and Harry about if this is even true.
0: Yeah, they like, don't if believe it. these aren't reals,
1: like, they don't believe it. They talk about how, you know, Harry's... Harry's cloak may or may not be the original mm-hmm. invisibility cloak. They think there's this whole thing because it's just really a tale. Yeah. But in the movie, they're like, yeah, it's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Mr. Lovegood, whatever you say, we believe. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, I mean, and it, it makes sense, you know, in the book, how they talk about, you know, this is why not everyone's after this all the time, because it is just kind of a fairy tale. Right. Um, So, but then we find out that Mr. Lovegood is kind of keeping them there longer. than he's stalling. He's stalling. Uh, Come to find out that he doesn't want them to leave because Voldemort actually took Luna for stuff he had been writing in the Quibbler. And that the only way that he feels that he can get Luna back is by giving him Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. So the Death Eaters end up attacking the Borough of the (laughs) Lovegoods. And... And it's way more like drawn out, obviously, in in the book. Yeah. Like, we get this whole scene of they're trapped upstairs and Ron is wearing the invisibility cloak yeah. and this and that. And
0: to, your, to our point earlier with the spell, you know, Hermione ends up having to, like, blast the floor to, like, get yeah. them out of there. It's like this whole thing. Well, and
1: another thing to point out, in the book, Ron is supposed... The story that they have told about Ron is that Ron is still at home oh, yeah. with this like disease mm-hmm. that he's not at school. And that's why he's not at school because they feel like if they know that Ron is with Harry, they will then attack the rest of the Weasleys. Right. So that's not mentioned at all because that was the whole scheme when they were trying to get out is that they couldn't let Ron be seen, right? but they wanted them to kind of see Harry. So they didn't kill Mr. Lovegood for yeah. a false report. So a lot, obviously, a lot more in the book, um, but again, they apparate the f out of there, <laughs> and but unfortunately, they run into Death Eaters in the next spot that they apparate to Crazy. as they're running through the woods. Uh, Ron gets caught. Ron gets caught right away, and Hermione ends up jinxing <laughs> jinxing Harry with this was it a sting sting stinging st- spell singing sting jinx to make his face mm-hmm. you know be distorted. And I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, okay, if anyone, you know, (laughs) has half a brain, they'll know that's who it is.
0: Um, Something to mention here, um, and it it will get mentioned in the other movie, in the second movie. um, But at this point in the book, Harry realizes that he has two of the three Deathly Hollows.
1: Yes, but
0: yeah, we haven't seen one yet come come out in the movie but at this point he he knows that the cloak is is the correct one and he technically has another one that we won't mention
1: yet (laughs) yeah so while they're kind of getting you know captured right now harry's seeing another vision of voldemort of old grindelwald basically telling him that the elder wand lies with dumbledore so now voldemort knows where Mm -hmm. where it is he knows where the third one is Done. 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 Uh, something funny is when the when Hermione gets captured here. Did you see who she told said her name was? She,
0: she says her name. Her,
1: but- she says her name is Penelope Clearwater in uh-huh. the movie. Who in the books is Percy's girlfriend from the oh. books that we never see?
0: Also, did you catch your girl Hannah got mentioned in yes. the book? Yeah, not in the movie though. No,
1: <laughs> Hufflepuff Hannah did not get her due. So. After they end up getting p- captured, they end up taking them to the Malfoy Manor. And they end up, they, they're at the front gate. And different in the movie than in the book, Bellatrix is the one who meets them at the gate. In the book, Narcissia is the one that meets mm-hmm. them at the gate. But they end up finding, realizing that it's Harry because his scar is still on his face, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so Draco is there. And they kind of use Draco to, like, confirm that this is who they are. And and I wish we would have gotten this in the movie in the book they ask him like is this Harry Potter and he's like I don't know maybe like yeah kind of and then they're like is this the Weasley kid and he's like I mean it could be like yeah. you we didn't get that total inner struggle from Draco that I wish we would have but you can still tell he's like
0: well it's like one of his freaking redeeming qualities I know but that's fine
1: So and also with the when they end up capturing the trio, they also take the sword of Gryffindor that they had found. And so when they're there, Bellatrix sees the sword. So one thing, again, we don't get in the movie is that one of the reasons why they're so upset, obviously they're upset that they have the sword, but we get this whole story about how the sword is supposed to be, was supposed to be at Hogwarts. And then it ended up, someone tried to steal it, and then there's like a fake sword mm-hmm. now in the vault there. So, or at, at what Grim, or uh, Gringotts. Mm-hmm. So none of that happens in the no. movie. We don't get to find no. out any of that.
0: But that's why Bellatrix gets angry because right. she thinks that they stole the one that's in the vault.
1: Right. Which is not no. the case. <laughs> but again, we don't, it happens in the movie, but then you don't know why it happens in the movie anyways they end up putting the boys down in a cage in like the downstairs cellar and bellatrix ends up torturing uh hermione and i i read that i guess like this scene was so hard for these two actresses to like uh to act out because it's so like
0: gut wrenching well they're like so close to each other yeah but i guess
1: like i mean at one point i uh Helen ended up like asking Hermione if she was okay, like at the Aww. end of it and that she didn't, and hopefully that she didn't hate her after that. Uh, but when the boys are down in the cellar, they end up seeing that Luna is there as well as Ollivander and, um, and Griphook, the, yep. the goblin. Another scene that we again do not get in the movie is there is a whole scene of Dean Thomas and the goblins mm-hmm. and they're kind of on the run as well. Yeah. Uh, that got totally. Yeah.
0: Well, when they get captured at this point in the book, um, Dean is also captured too. So he goes down with them.
1: Dean did not make it. No. (laughs) Into the movie. Yeah. Uh, but while they're down there. Oh, and another thing that got, I think this got added to the movie is that while Bellatrix is torturing Hermione, she actually writes mudblood on her Mm -hmm. arm. I don't think that happens in the book. No, I don't believe so. Um, but now they're down. The boys again are down in the cellar and, Dobby shows up. Of course he does. Them. Of
0: course he does. Like a he, good elf. Like a good elf. <laughs> I love it. They're like, Dobby, can you operate in and out of this room? He's like,
1: well, yeah. Well, yeah, like, obviously I can. So they end up fi- formulating this plan to get out of the cellar. Something that, correct me if I'm wrong, does not happen in the, in the movie is when Wormtail dies. Mm-hmm. In the book, Wormtail dies at this point when he's down in the dungeon with them.
0: Well, and that's why um, Harry has such a struggle because he's like, because Wormtail goes to like, uh, attack them. And he's like, you're attacking me. I saved your life. Right. Like how, are, how, how dare you? Basically. Yeah. Um, but yes, he actually ends up dying in the book. So yeah. I don't know if it's implied in the movie or what, but he definitely doesn't look dead in the movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not sure. So yeah, a little bit different in between the book and the movie in the movie, Dobby, they all operate kind of up to the, to the, to the Malfoy manner to mm-hmm. attack them in the, in the book dobby takes luna and olivander and grip hook out of the manor to somewhere safe yep. first so they're attacking they're doing a really good job and then all of a sudden hermione gets taken by bellatrix again and she has her like with like a knife because dobby ends up disarming bellatrix yep. right away and what a stud <laughs> i know so bellatrix has hermione you know a knife to the throat and then all of a sudden you hear this little squeakiness and Dobby is on top of the chandelier that, and it crashes
0: down. That scene was so great. It's like you hear it and then everyone looks up and he's just like. Meep, meep, meep. So <laughs> epic. So
1: epic. And <laughs> I don't have much of my notes here because this is when I started to fast forward. Mm-hmm. So they're all there in like a clump and Dobby operates
0: them all out. But not before saying Dobby has no master. (laughs) Dobby has no master.
1: And not before Bellatrix throws her knife at them. That unfortunately goes with them. And it hits Dobby. And I literally just have Dobby. No. It's so sad. Many. I read that many Harry Potter fans consider Dobby's death. The most devastating
0: (laughs) scene in the franchise wow I mean I, they're not wrong it's very sad there's well, a reason why I fast forwarded through well, it well not only that but like you don't get enough of Dobby in the movies to really like affect right. you if you've read the books and you've that's, been with Dobby throughout the books like that's it's a even great worse. point because
1: I told boyfriend Ray when I you know when I said yeah I fast forwarded through this he was like what and I was like you don't understand like I've been committed to Dobby so much more after reading these books because you yeah. learn so much about him and he's in it so much more.
0: Devastating. Just devastating. resurrect Dobby. <laughs> right.
1: Um, Again, correct me if I'm wrong. Not much. Else. I mean, Harry ends up burying him. It's pretty drawn out in the book. Like,
0: yeah, they actually, more. so they, when they operate, they operate to Bill and floors. Mm-hmm. Um, they end up talking to grip hook. Um, who's there. Uh, they tell him that they actually need to break into Gringotts, into the Lestrange vault, because they're looking for something. Um, He thinks that there might be a Horcrux in there, Harry does. Um, And they also talk to Ollivanders. Um, Harry asks him if he can fix his broken wand, and Mm -hmm. he said, unfortunately, I can't. (laughs) Um, And then they also mention, because I guess in the dueling and everything, um, Harry actually disarmed Draco. So technically, Draco's wand is now it answers to harry basically so he has control of the wand so we don't get any of that none of it really (laughs) important stuff but it's fine yeah really the 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 last thing we get in this in this
1: part is voldemort is at dumbledore's white tomb he's opened it up
0: he's grabbed the wand which is absolutely incorrect if you've, (laughs) you've read the book because if you remember um Dumbledore is actually buried at Hogwarts, not in the middle of nowhere on some <laughs> random island in right. this giant ass tomb. <laughs> so, just putting it out there. So, um, he has to Voldemort has to go to to Hogwarts to get this right. wand. So, it's a lot harder of a challenge for him in the book mm-hmm. than it is in the movie. Right, just putting that out there.
1: Well, and I mean, we get this whole backstory about the wand, about how the wand basically goes from owner to owner because that other person gets killed by that person right. like you really only get this wand if you kill the other person it's not necessary but that's usually what it comes to mm-hmm. and we don't get the backstory of that in this movie so nope, not in this one I mean to be continued
0: yep
1: we shall see how it ends <laughs> one more to go we're almost there we're almost there so what do you think did the did the movie stay true to this book sure I feel like we missed so much.
0: Uh, this movie is not necessary. Like no. it should have just been one giant movie. Like right. there's I mean they they hit the points. Yeah, there's a, quite a bit of stuff that I'm hoping I forget I haven't watched the 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 second movie in a while. Um I'm hoping the movie actually covers in the second one. So, um I guess we'll find out. But yeah. Yeah. Just ask me the question.
1: <laughs> book or movie?
0: Um, I feel like we basically said this from the beginning. We we did not um we did not leave anything up for interpretation uh from the beginning of this right. uh, episode. I'm definitely going with the book.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the book as well because we did get so much backstory. Um, did I love the first part of this book? No, no. But it's better than the first <laughs> part it's of this way movie. Better, like I literally turned that movie off and I was like, that was.
0: Boring. Like, I'm pretty sure there was more consecutive walking between the trio than actual things happening. Like, yeah. they just walked around everywhere.
1: <laughs> and I just felt like, I, I mean, it may be, the, I mean, I, again, maybe they had no idea that Fantastic Beast was even going to be a thing at this point. That's what I'm But there's so much that leads into there. Also, random thought, the Nefflers, Nifflers. Nifflers. Nifflers Came. I forgot to mention that a couple episodes. Oh, ago. I thought
0: that was. I thought you realized that. I just didn't. Well, no,
1: I did. I did. I'm just meant to mention that because they're like my favorite oh, mystical creature. Yeah. But I didn't realize that they were even at Hogwarts because yeah. I only know them from Fantastic Beasts, right, right, right. which is not the point right now.
0: <laughs> but yeah. So book two points. We did it. We finally agreed again. <laughs> All right. That's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Girls. You can also email us at theboovygirls at gmail.com. As we mentioned earlier, we are on Patreon. We have a couple levels for you. We have our rom-com level. That gets you episodes 24 hours in advance. You also get access to our Karen Reviews then you have the drama level which gets you everything you've already mentioned you get a sticker for joining you get a quick shout out and you also get access to our after credits party episodes all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash the movie girls to sign up
1: we're down to our last one are you sad
0: um no are you ready
1: to move on i'm
0: ready to move on because i feel like i i finally did what i've always wanted to do which was read and watch the movies Mm -hmm. all in order because i've watched them and read them and different you right. know um it's uh, order basically but this has been great and i feel like i finally gave it its full attention that it deserves
1: yeah. so you don't want to go straight into fantastic beasts no most <laughs> <Okay>. definitely not <laughs> okay. we'll give that one a little time <laughs> so yeah last or er, last harry potter episode next week uh this deathly hollows part two and it's the last 250 pages of the series
0: We're there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks for listening. And remember don't judge a book by its movie. Bye. Bye.